Hey friends, welcome to Woman-Owned Wallet, the podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Dare, a serial entrepreneur who has already made all of the money mistakes so you don't have to. Now I'm working on my money mindset, expanding my companies, and having open conversations with women around a subject that shouldn't be so taboo, money. My company, Woman-Owned Wallet, and I are determined to help you foster a more positive relationship with your wallet and help you create a life that makes you say, wow. Hey, money makers! Welcome back to another episode of Woman Owned Wallet, the podcast. <laughs> I'm so grateful to have an amazing, amazing woman, an amazing mom that I feel like I learn from all the time in front of me right now. Niasha, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for coming. Hey, hey, everybody! Thank you for having me. <laughs> She's so chill, you guys. I like I need half your chill, like. <laughs> all of my life like I have no chill that's hilarious (laughs) I think when I surround myself with chill people I match I can match their energy and just vibe and I think that's why I love you so much absolutely I have my days where I'm turned up (laughs) (laughs) she's like I got a dial I can turn up this energy right now let's go well thank you again just for coming on the podcast and sharing some of the actual conversations that we've had in our relationship with the world no no problem I'm happy to be here Yay. I don't know if I told you this last time, but there's 1138 cities that have listened to this podcast. Hey, hey, everybody. Hey. Thank you for supporting her. Six <laughs> continents, y'all. Oh, that's amazing. That's cool, right? It I was is. like, of course, Antarctica like hasn't. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they have Spotify. <laughs> Apple there. I don't know what well, is Well, they need there. to get it. <laughs> they, I mean, everybody needs this, right? Absolutely. Everybody needs a little money, love. Absolutely. Mm, yes, we got to find do. somebody on Antarctica. <laughs> If you're heading to Antarctica and he's saying, take our podcast with you. (laughs) Tell a friend to tell a friend. Tell a friend to tell a friend. I love that. Well, tell everybody a little bit about your beautiful, amazing Serene Nights Candle Co. business that you have created. When did you like start it? So I started the company. It was a hobby. I did it in 2014 and I actually got everything into business in 2016. And I only started it because my husband liked candles and I was tired of buying them. (laughs) And I'm kind of creative. I can kind of watch something and kind of replicate it or Mm -hmm. just try to see where it goes. The first couple of ones were horrible. I had family and friends tested and it was the worst candles ever in life. (laughs) But I got into it just because of that. But over time, I learned like the benefits of what it can do and things like that. So after that, I was just also for having a candle brand. Mm. So which um, scent is your husband's favorite? Do you remember? So when I first started, it was coconut lime verbena. I still carry Ooh. that one. So people still enjoy it. That was his favorite one starting out. But I do have a men's collection now. So he's like giving me the okay with all of those. So I'm like, which ones do you like? <laughs> don't like? And that's how that all came about. And he actually named it. It's called the Mr. Me Too collection. So. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you have a scent that's like gray sweatpants? I do. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, y'all. You should check out those photos because they're sexy. <laughs> the men. And I was like, damn. Yes, we had a whole shoot. It was a vibe. And listen, women went crazy. I really I was expecting a good reaction. But the way that they reacted, I was like, OK, 
they're mm-hmm. gonna love it so oh i love that i love to hear yeah. that well we were talking a little bit about your candles because we do sell them in the woman-owned wallet gift mm-hmm. shop and you're in a lot of different shops but every time you come in and you drop off your candles i feel like we always chat for like 20 or 30 minutes we do <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like oh so many cool things are going on like you were just featured in a really cool article mm-hmm. and you had featured us too which was so kind of you yes i have to shout you out you it's, got it's to. only right <laughs> you gotta have that that sisterhood love Absolutely. going between us right Absolutely. Literally every time we get her candles in the shop, y'all, it is crazy amazing how people react to them because they're really well decorated. They all kind of look like you can eat them. Mm -hmm. So I always say they look like food delicacies. Like people always say they look like cupcakes or something like that. So I do carry different ones, but those are the go-to candles. Yeah. I think the birthday cake candle is probably the The one we've had the longest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, we are a gift shop. So of mm-hmm. course, if they're buying a gift, <laughs> absolutely, that's a good one to start with. Mm-hmm. Do you ever hear that they look too good to to light? I was oh, going to say to eat. eat. Please, Please don't, don't eat them. them. I have a warning label. <laughs> 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 absolutely. It's crazy because I just did the event on Sunday. And they were like, oh my gosh, I thought these were cakes. I was coming over here to eat. And they was like, oh, I have to buy a candle now, but I don't want to burn them. And I'm like, it's okay. I can make plenty more. Yeah. Like. I keep telling people, I'm like, you guys, it's okay to light it. Mm -hmm. Like, please light it. Please light (laughs) it. Please enjoy it. Tell me what you think. I I like all feedback. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you eat a blueberry muffin. You might as well light the blueberry muffin scent. Absolutely. Like, you don't have to hold back. She can make more. (laughs) And literally putting more money into Niasha's wallet is what we're all about. Absolutely. I appreciate all of it. (laughs) She's like, yes, I will accept your money over and over. Because, of course, that means that you're just utilizing all of that cash to grow your business. Mm -hmm. And like you said, you started in 2014. When did you say you got like a little more serious about it? Was it like pandemic time or before? Right before pandemic. It was the end of 2019. I was still doing okay with it, but I wanted to like venture off and do something different. So that's when I started researching like partnerships and stuff like that. So for those who don't know, Wow was my first store to get into. I did have like boutiques (laughs) and stuff I tried in, but like the actual storefront location, Wow was my first store. And then I grew into the other museums. So if you're from Louisville, I'm in the top museums, Derby Museum, Science Center, the Speed Art Museum. And it just kind of just took off from there. So Yay. Oh my gosh, that's so sweet. So kind to hear because I do feel like I'm always scouting. Mm-hmm. Like I'm scouting all the time for cool new things and mm-hmm. what can we have in our shop that's different. And there's quite a few women that have had their first wholesale accounts mm-hmm. like with WOW. That's amazing. It's so cool. It and is. I usually feel like we can actually just grow together mm-hmm. with that as well. I'm here for it. I feel like uh, I actually didn't know about the store and I have braces if you can't see. So my orthodontist put me on to you all. And she was like, there's this cute wow store. It's called wow. It's a pink store in Nulu. And I think your candles would do great. And I'm like, okay, just send me the information. And then that's kind of how we kind of got connected. And it's crazy because when I see her, she tells everybody like, go to the store and and get her candles. (laughs) So It's still great that she connected us because I love it here. So. Listen, women connecting women. Mm-hmm. That's Absolutely. what it's about. I mean, honestly, truly, it's people mm-hmm. connecting people. But like 
it just feels so cool because I'm like, I don't know those orthodontists. Like, mm-hmm. I have a really beautiful relationship with my dentist. <laughs> She's amazing. She's a longtime customer of mine as well. But orthodontist, I don't, I don't have one. But did you know I had braces for like forever? Really? Oh this my is my God. second time. So trust it me. Is? Yes, I had them the first time in what maybe like right out of high school. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. I had to get them again. So <laughs> you're like, did I'm you not wear it. your retainer? It's not. Well, that and then I actually had to get teeth pulled this time. So okay. I think that's what, yeah. what was the difference. So, yeah. Oh, my God. I had like four teeth taken out of my mouth. Like my mouth was way too small. <laughs> and you guys are like, you got, no, Amanda, you talk way too much. How is your mouth too small? <laughs> but it's true. I've like, a, they have to use like child size. Like, that is hilarious. X-ray stuff on me. And they took like four teeth out from the from my mouth and then use that expander mm-hmm. thing and I had to wear like headgear in seventh oh my grade goodness. luckily not to school just at home yeah just like to bed that's hilarious and it like pulled my whole top row of teeth forward that is funny it was traumatizing that's hilarious I would go to school with like a little red patch on my, <laughs> my chin and my forehead because I wasn't like, like wearing what makeup happened to you? they're like um excuse me and I'm like yeah so it's headgear it's fine <laughs> luckily now I have really nice teeth but I've been not wearing my retainer and you just reminded me so thanks Yes, wear the retainer, everybody. Don't worry, Save Krista, money. my dentist. I'm, I have been reinvigorated to wear that retainer. Absolutely. <laughs> Saves you money, too. Absolutely, yeah. So, I mean, I just think it's so cool that, like, your literal orthodontist told you about it. And so just, you probably hear a lot of people say, like, you should, you should, you should in business. Mm-hmm. And most of the advice is frustrating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Most of it. Absolutely. I agree. But connections, like maybe you should reach out or Mm -hmm. I think it would be great for you, like that kind of stuff. Maybe listen to that advice Mm -hmm. and see what can come from it. But there's so many people that try to give me advice that are not in business. Absolutely. And I'm like, listen, I I appreciate your comments. Mm -hmm. And then I just stop talking. <laughs> Absolutely. I agree. Because some people feel like they can project onto you versus mm-hmm. just really understanding it. And I want to listen to people who's already done it. So yeah. I think that's kind of how I look at it. Me too. Like, I'm cool to listen to anybody. If you gave me advice, I would listen to you mm-hmm. in a heartbeat because Absolutely. you're in the arena with me. You're not in the audience. You're not a spectator. Mm-hmm. You're down in the trenches with me. And I'm not going to not listen to somebody who's in the trenches with me. Absolutely. It's just those from that doesn't. Other. Yeah. It's just the people that aren't in there. They feel like they have it all figured out. I'm like, how? Can yeah. you show me some paper trails of what you've done <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah how, how much money there. do you owe to the government uh, exactly not as much as me <laughs> <laughs> it's not a competition <laughs> right <laughs> but yeah it's like i would always take that advice but maybe just connections we mm-hmm. can take connections from everybody absolutely that's fine with me <laughs> so you're also a mom i am i have three daughters three daughters <laughs> that's like my dream it's fine <laughs> getting there (laughs) they're going to be my future wealthy besties is what i call them like some people say my broke best friends but i don't speak that over them i say they're going to be wealthy so some people say broke best friends rude (laughs) like my broke besties you know your daughters i'm like no they're my future wealthy besties oh my gosh i just i've never heard that before (laughs) and i i love that you shifted that absolutely the wealthy besties besties Mm -hmm. yeah they are they are so they're going to be your wealthy besties because I've like even heard her speaking to them about financial decisions mm-hmm. and literacy, even in the store. By the way, they are the most amazing girls. Like Thank you. Every time I see them, I'm just like, damn, you guys are such a cool, 
like family, like <laughs> adopt me. <laughs> I like want to hang out with you guys all the time. That's hilarious. Didn't y'all just uh, watch Hocus Pocus together? Oh, we did, and we loved it. My oldest was actually out of town. She was on a college tour, so she didn't get to watch it. So we'll Ooh. watch it with her tonight. But they enjoyed it. We definitely enjoyed it. Yeah, and you had like a big movie night. Yes, we did. We always kind of. I try to be creative, whether it's like do canvases or whatever. But we had their favorite snacks, and I put them in little caddies, and they mm-hmm. enjoyed it. So. Oh. I just love a movie night. Like popcorn is like my favorite food, mm-hmm. which is hard to eat with braces. <laughs> oh, I still eat it. I don't yeah, care. I still do it. That's <laughs> just what, brush my teeth afterwards. I was going to say, that's what like dental care is for. Absolutely. So you had this beautiful night with them. And like I said, I feel like I've heard you communicating with them about money, even in the store, even about, you know, when they're excited and they want to buy something or just any information. And as you're raising them to be your wealthy besties, mm-hmm. like, how can we kind of think about money for the next generation, for the kids? How can we how can we communicate with them about it when they don't have a full understanding of it? I mean, it took us a long time. It definitely had taken me probably until I got to college, maybe probably I'd say after college. But when I talk to them, I try to teach them about spending and what's important, what's not important. And of course, we all have our moments where we've not handled money properly. I guess like the best that we should. So I try to teach them when they get money. Okay, let's put this money to the side and they're learning stocks and assets over liabilities and things like that. So I'm trying to teach them early so that they can have like at least a foundation. So if they do get older, they're like, okay, my mama told me this. So let me (laughs) go back to that. Maybe she was right type of thing. So I try to at least show them videos. They are Everybody has podcasts on their phone to listen to. Mm -hmm. And then also my oldest has social media. The youngest two don't. But the rule was that you have to follow somebody that teaches about wealth. So she has to. And the notifications have to be on. And then we send stuff all the time back and forth through TikTok and stuff like that. So. My God, what a great idea. (laughs) Yeah. So that's the rule with social media. Social media can consume you with so much, but Mm -hmm. I feel like if she's able to see other stuff, that'll keep her together. So, I mean, you got to like be more well-rounded than Mm -hmm. just, just the, even just the people that you know, Mm -hmm. or the people you're in school with or whatever. Like, oh my God, I, I'm just, I'm struggling to speak because my mind is blown. (laughs) Because that's such a good idea. And I have all these like people that I'll send, you know, little TikToks to about stuff. But I've just recently started sharing them with like my parents or mm-hmm. my brothers. And I'm doing like, I'm talking like I shared one, you know, and I'm like, <laughs> we way? share stuff every day, just oh, about. So get it. Yeah. I've, so I've told her before, like, we're trying to learn how to monetize her Instagram and stuff because she wants, she's a model. She wants yeah. to do all of that. So gorgeous, gorgeous girl. Thank you. So trying to get her to understand that Instagram is going to make money, whether it's from your attention or if you're making money off product or whatever. So I'm trying to get her to understand that if you're going to use it, use it the right way yeah. versus just getting all your time. We can spend what, two hours on social media? God, so. two hours only? I'm <laughs> My TikTok's like, bitch get on this <laughs> i'm like how many times does it tell me that i you've been scrolling too long oh my goodness when, i've gotten to that two or three times before and i was like i really gotta get off yeah so when apple sent me my scream time i'd be embarrassed sometimes like yeah. oh my gosh what was i doing i'm like i'm glad nobody else can see that right <laughs> 
But I mean, honestly, even utilizing like I think it's such like a cool mom move to be mm-hmm. like utilizing TikTok to send each other valuable information mm-hmm. because that's the way that, you know, we're all interacting with short form video right now, Absolutely. like reels, TikToks and all that. And if the next generation is like growing up within that being normalized for them, like we didn't have that when we were growing up. Mm-hmm. But if that's the way that they interact with and communicate about anything, right? you might as well add in where they're already at mm-hmm. more information in a way that's like, it's short, it's concise. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll end up really liking what that person said. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll tell their friend about it. Absolutely. And granted, TikTok doesn't always give the right information. So make sure you're, you're watching who you looking at. But actually, she actually put me on TikTok. When TikTok first came out, I guess like was well known during the pandemic. She was like sending me all kind of stuff. I'm like, I don't want to watch this or whatever. So she actually got me into TikTok. So I think with her being in that, like, I guess we're in the generation of where we didn't have internet, then having internet yeah. and seeing where it's going. They're all technology. So she's all about making transitions and videos. I'm like, girl, teach me all of that. So <laughs> teach me, run my shit. Absolutely. All of that. <laughs> help me monetize as I help you monetize. <laughs> all of it. So. Well, I just think it's really smart to meet them where they're at, you mm-hmm. know, and to meet them with at the medium where they're at, because, yeah, even just the way we can think about it. And, yeah, I remember not having Internet mm-hmm. and I remember dial up and I remember, Absolutely. you know, I mean, I'm 33. Mm-hmm. And so Me I definitely too. am like, we're the same age. Well, I'll be 33 in November. So, oh, so close. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew it was like similar vibes. I Absolutely. felt it. But yeah, we remember all of those times. Mm-hmm. We remember, you know, playing outside till the streetlights came on. Mm-hmm. But there wasn't this sharing of information the way that there is now mm-hmm. and this availability of information to be shared. So I feel like our options were like looking it up in an encyclopedia or going oh to the goodness. library. <laughs> I was just talking to my mom about that. We was in Sam's and it had like a kid's encyclopedia. I was like, you remember we had a whole bookshelf full of these? <laughs> like that's how we had to do our research. That is so crazy. It is so crazy to think about. And mm-hmm. and even just to realize that we know what both sides are. Like mm-hmm. we know, you know, what our parents went through and we know what our, you know, my future children and your children are going through and we can interact with both of them to Absolutely. help them understand. We're like the bridge between the generations. Yeah. Millennials are just the bridge. And sometimes like boomers think we're not enough of, you know, they're just Absolutely. trying to have us be like them and Gen Z wants us like them. I was like, I just want to respect each one of our mm-hmm. generations. And I want to know and really live in the, the thought process that I am a bridge Mm -hmm. between these two things, between, you know, analog technology, which I might not even be using that word correctly, (laughs) but like books. Right. Right. (laughs) To video, Mm -hmm. you know, and even like our whole world starting off in social media, being on Facebook and Instagram Mm -hmm. and mostly being photos. Like we are that bridge between the books and the video being the photos. Right. Did you have a MySpace? Oh, girl, yeah, I did. I had a song. We were learning coding. Absolutely. And I was bring back MySpace just to learn coding. I wish. And I didn't even think about that. Like kids need to learn stuff like that. But we were learning it and didn't even know that we can utilize it in the future. Like we was just Mm -hmm. trying to be like somebody's top 10 or something (laughs) on MySpace. Um, Top eight. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It was like that and our backgrounds and music. Mm -hmm. I just wish. Yeah, we definitely need to bring that back. 
I honestly feel like, yeah, that was such a creative mm-hmm. social media platform. Because you can get on somebody's page and actually figure out their personality. Exactly. And you can't truly, I mean, without watching all of your content, mm-hmm. but like the colors that you chose, yep. the people you surround yourself, the music. Mm-hmm. I remember using this like... um Avril Lavigne song that mm-hmm. was like I don't like your boyfriend oh yes I remember the song <laughs> I remember using that when I was like breaking up with somebody <laughs> and wanted them like it was like a subliminal message right that's hilarious we, we was definitely good at those yeah <laughs> oh passive aggressiveness <laughs> uh, right I, we understood it from our families and absolutely we're like you know what maybe I'm more interested in active <laughs> exploration of my mindset versus not ever thinking about it. Absolutely. That's <laughs> hilarious. It is. It's uh, But it really was a good one. Mm-hmm. And honestly, we might end up getting back to it. Who freaking knows? Maybe. I don't know. I feel like everything right now with the algorithms and things mm-hmm. on social media is so hard to connect and actually... I mean, there's people who have mastered it, but I feel like that's like an everyday job in itself. You it have is. to stay on top yeah. and you have to make sure that you're just on every platform. It's so overwhelming at times, but... It is. Yeah. It's so overwhelming. And honestly, like the short form videos just taking over everywhere. Mm-hmm. So like even, you know, we just launched WOW Media in October of this year. Congratulations. Thank you. We just signed all of our first client contracts yesterday and mm-hmm. got all the money in and it feels great. I'm so excited Absolutely. to like explore this route because we love creating content mm-hmm. and Adrian and I have really perfected that over years of Mm -hmm. working together so i feel like it's a really good opportunity for us to help other people monetize their platforms in new ways and i'm trying to find all the different ways i can bring in money Mm -hmm. all of them so like we've talked about that a little bit before and i love that you're teaching your daughter that social media has i mean it really did shift Mm -hmm. into how can you monetize your personal brand Mm -hmm. even though she's like a teenager Mm -hmm. It's like you can actually have multiple streams of revenue. You can be that wealthy best friend. Yes. <laughs> and the things that you learn about it for your business, you'll pass on to her. The things she learns, she'll pass to you. So mm-hmm. I just think it's beautiful. Absolutely. Do you own a product-based business and want to take it to the next level? Or maybe you have an idea for creating and selling a product, but you're unsure of where to start. Well, hold on to your panties, y'all. <laughs> I have the event just for you. Introducing the Ultimate Product Party. UPP, or Ultimate Product Party, is a creative business conference for product-based business owners. But it ain't your typical business conference. It's a freaking party. The UPP co-hosts Allison and Kat bring the energy and the fun when it comes to growing and scaling your product-based business. UPP is thoughtfully curated to cover all the bases of your product business through 25 plus speakers and workshops. I'm talking taxes, legal, product photography, outsourcing, introducing new revenue streams, pricing and production, selling wholesale, business funding, and so much more. I spoke at their event in 2022, and I'm joining the party again in 2023 with a breakout workshop on business funding, cleverly titled Mary Fuck Kill. 
If this sounds like what you need to take action in your business, I want to see you at the Ultimate Product Party in Nashville on May 17th and 18th of 2023. The UPP party is happening at Clementine Hall, and word on the street is that it's going to be even more epic than last year. So what are you waiting for? Head over to the show notes and snag your ticket to join me at the Ultimate Product Party. I promise you won't regret it. So I was looking back at some of our previous information that we were looking at. And I remembered that in your seventh grade class, they asked you like, what are your like goals? What are your dreams? And I feel like that kind of started your financial journey a little bit. Yeah, it was actually, we was actually supposed to be reading during class. It was Mm -hmm. like a little downtime. And I was like, I'm so tired of reading. I don't want to read today. So let me just write down what I want to do. And so I had started thinking like, okay, what I want to do going into high school, you know, you want to choose the best high school for you. Mm -hmm. And at the time I wanted to be a lawyer. So Central had the best program for that. So I was like, do I want to go there? Do I want to go somewhere else? And I just started writing down everything, like planning out when I want to be married and have kids and my kids names and what I want to do career wise. And it just took off from there. Like I've always known I wanted to be an entrepreneur, but also I knew that I wanted to be married, have kids, teach them differently because we didn't really learn so much until we got older. But I think that's kind of like where it started for me. And it was crazy because it was in math and we worked with numbers (laughs) and we did all of that. So I felt like that was perfect. And I remember it so vividly, like I was just sitting there just jotting down everything. So Mm -hmm. it gave you time to like dream in this space to understand Mm -hmm. like anything is still possible. It is. And I'm a dreamer even to this day. Like I'm a reader. I love reading books. I love just Like people say like the hopeless romantic type of thing. Like even though I'm married and I'm, you know, I have a family, it's still always nice for me to like dream because I feel like it has to happen subconsciously first. And then, you know, it tends to like happen in real life. Yeah, that's beautiful. I feel like hopeless romantic is such a good way to look at, you know, the world and like everything is kind of like for you Mm -hmm. and for your enjoyment. Yeah. If you look at it that way, I think of it as like, all comedy at this point yeah (laughs) just like how can i make a joke out of this so that i can survive it (laughs) absolutely sometimes you just have to stay positive even like in the hardest times i guess you can say so i'm optimistic quite often (laughs) yeah well one thing that you and i have both experienced was kind of difficulties with our money with our cpas yes yeah girl it's a struggle (laughs) i want to say to any cpa listening (laughs) Oh my goodness. That we do love you. You are (laughs) so important to us. But when you're only communicating about numbers and those numbers are so attached to something that we love Mm -hmm. and that we want to interact with and that we want to grow and we want to make it, you know, bigger and better and all those things. If you're not communicating clearly about those things to us and if you're not giving us deadlines, which entrepreneurs are like, we can meet any deadline. Mm -hmm. If you're not communicating what exactly you need and maybe a big long list and it just feels so overwhelming Mm -hmm. and it feels like there's going to be a lot of judgment on the other side, even though they probably have like a hundred clients and they're never actually probably even judging truly. Mm -hmm. I mean, I definitely felt judged by like multiple people. Me too. So (laughs) maybe that's a lie, but it's not their judgment of our numbers does not mean anything. Right. So we have to be able to communicate with one another. And that is so difficult when people are 
looking at something that feels so mm-hmm. private. Absolutely. Because it's we are, I want to say super protective because these yeah. are like our babies. So I feel like when we are trying to learn something, like numbers are just a different field in general. It's already kind of like a foreign language. So when it comes to a business, I feel like don't generalize every business. And then also, too, if you don't know, like granted, I know CPAs, they are educated. They have course, degrees and yeah. things, but there are just some people who are not well versed in every form of business. So I feel like if that is you, please tell us up front because mm-hmm. we've encountered times where, you know, we having to pay back stuff because the CPA didn't do their part. And that becomes a headache because you now we have to deal with the RS. And granted, I'm glad I learned that right now versus down the line when things are bigger and grander and everything Mm -hmm. else but it is definitely a learning lesson and for those who have businesses always be hands-on ask a lot of questions and also don't be scared to ask questions and if you feel like they're not telling you find somebody else agreed so it's just as easy to find another cpa Mm -hmm. as it is for a cpa to find another client absolutely they are providing a service to you and you are paying them money to better understand your numbers. Having somebody that you feel comfortable speaking to is important, but having somebody that will correctly handle your shit absolutely is more important. <laughs> and I also feel like it's almost kind of like a interview. I feel like going yeah. forward, that's what I'm going to be doing. It's like, what can you do for me? How can this work? How does it benefit both of us? Because I don't want to be looked at as another number. I need somebody who's going to really look into my business and really help me so I absolutely agree and honestly I feel like I've always just kind of taken on a CPA because I felt like Mm -hmm. oh my god I have to do it absolutely crunch time time frames yeah me too so again if I'm you know we didn't necessarily say it on this podcast but I've said it on other ones I don't make decisions from desperate places anymore if Mm -hmm. I feel that I'm in a desperate moment that I need something I'll write it down and I'll make a decision the next day or the next week or I love what you said you're interviewing them just Mm -hmm. as much as they're interviewing you absolutely I think I'm just going into this year with a different mind frame and just like you I would be I'm like an emotional type of Mm -hmm. reactor sometimes so like instead of reacting off emotions just kind of take some time and then reconsider and then come back to it I think that's something I've learned about myself over the time over the years actually Mm -hmm. with the business because a business can take you through so many emotions. So many in and, minutes. Absolutely. In seconds. <laughs> absolutely. So trying to, I guess, know your triggers too is very important. Being a business owner and that goes with money. Just making, you can make an order and be like, oh, I overspent on this one order. I should have just waited. Just anything. It's like that judgment of your own thoughts and yeah. your own actions that truly you made the choice that was best in the moment that mm-hmm. you could. And we actually did record for this season, a really beautiful podcast that I <laughs> love with Melissa that I think you'll really benefit from when it comes out. And it's called like reacting versus responding. Oh, I can't wait to listen. Oh, you're going to love it. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. So it's, but it's that concept of saying like, I don't have to suppress all of my emotions. Mm-hmm. I have to learn to control my reactions and turn them into responses. Oh, I like that. And it's just more intentional. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. And it comes from a more neutral place and allows you more options as a business owner because the emotion isn't included. Mm -hmm. It's the neutrality and maybe you can negotiate more. You can not feel the concern around asking the extra questions Mm -hmm. that you really need answered. Absolutely. Asking for clarification. Just 
Again, I love that you said interview because I just don't think I've ever thought of it like that before this moment of Mm -hmm. like, I always kind of grabbed or maybe it was like a referral or something. Me too. It's been a referral or people like, oh, you should use this person. You know, you ask on social media and they tag everybody. So you're just trying you. That's overwhelming. But I feel like having the conversations up front going forward is what I'm going to be doing. And like you said, being neutral and controlling emotion because it can get so overwhelming when you're saying, oh, you didn't pay this. Now I have to pay interest. Or, mm. That's overwhelming because you're already frustrated. You don't know what you're doing. So Yeah, they can cost you so much money if you're can. not paying attention. You can. And if you thought it was handled and it wasn't, and then you find mm-hmm. out like years later. <laughs> My example where I'm at right now in life, yeah. <laughs> finding out years later. I'm paying something back from 2018 right now. Like I- I'm 2016. Really? I was yes. like not even this year. I was I was paying back 2016 mm-hmm. too. So I feel you. Mm-hmm. I feel it. Because when you're getting started, you just don't know those things. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I'm not even going to pretend that I fully understand but me either i get so many forms <laughs> that are oh my goodness another 125 here another this that or the other and i did call i will say this so for sales taxes because i wouldn't always set those aside and i'm still struggling to figure out my exact how to set now that my numbers are getting much Bigger, larger mm-hmm. how do i continuously be able to pay those on time every month because i don't ever want to get behind again mm-hmm. However, I missed one payment from 2021 and I was like, oh my God, I missed this. And I I honestly did not believe that I had missed it. Mm -hmm. And so I called and there was like 24,000 or 20, sorry, Mm $2,400 of fees on it. Mm -hmm. And my total that I owed them was like $2,200. And the fees were more than my sales taxes that I owed them. Oh, man. And I said, I understand because it's all under my social security number that the new black has made some mistakes. I've learned from those. I'm correcting those. I'm on a payment plan with you all for the next year. Mm-hmm. But I, this is my first mistake with WOW. Is there any negotiation that we can do where these fees would be taken down because they are over the amount of the total? Mm-hmm. And I had to wait a few weeks to hear back from the supervisor, but they were all taken back. Yeah, I've, I've called. Yeah, I've, I've called and also Call. too. They're so like, they deal with this all the time too, you know? Yeah, sometimes they would like to help. And then also too, there's departments that don't even send out notifications. You just right. aren't supposed to just know. And it's like, how? Yeah. How do? How are we supposed to know? How so, are we supposed to know? Yeah, so We're I just would, over here making candles, making mm-hmm. dresses. We I don't know. know. <laughs> so I would say when you start a business, make sure that you... You call the city that you're in and make sure that you're registered the proper way, making sure you're asking the tax questions. Because here in Louisville, we do have multiple departments that right. handle different parts of the taxes. So just make sure you're taking notes, you're well prepared. So when you sit down with your CPA, you're ready to answer questions and ask hard questions that they can give you answers to. Right. I completely agree. And even as somebody who really struggled with that, I mean, you guys all listen to this podcast, you know that Melissa, my money mindset coach has helped me so incredibly much. She has been able to be on my emails with my CPA and I communicate to my CPA that this person is helping me and that you, when you receive information from her, it's like receiving it from me, but there's Mm -hmm. so much going on in this business it's hard to keep up with it all. It is. So she'll communicate to me much kinder mm-hmm. than they do. And she's kind of a liaison for me to be like, Melissa, what's going on? Just lay it on me. Mm-hmm. And then she'll be like, 
well, how are you doing today? Like she oh, like that's cool. calms me yeah. first, but she holds my hand and, you know, makes sure. And sometimes I just need some hand holding. Absolutely. Well, so you want to hold my hand? <laughs> <laughs> Call me out your hand, Melissa. She will love you. Oh my God. She probably trade you for candles. She just fucking loves y'all. Listen, come hold my hand. Come I'm, hold I'm my hand. I need it. <laughs> we just have to, it's like admitting that you need some support. Always felt like I wasn't allowed to do that. Oh my goodness. Yes. And I'm like, yes, I can. And by asking for the support and paying, I pay her to mm-hmm. help me with it. There's a direct like relief that happens in that moment. Mm-hmm. Well, and what's really cool is that Wow World. So we have this community. It's 10 bucks a month if y'all want to join. It's for female owned businesses, um, minority businesses, LGBTQIA plus businesses to come in. We're very inclusive. I mean, we do, men are fine, but you know, I'm just (laughs) saying sometimes you need a space where you can have conversations with people you relate very clearly with. Mm -hmm. And for me, that sisterhood is really sitting in a very feminine area right now. So if you want to join us in Wow World and you have a a feminine vibey business, you're welcome. And it's $10 a month. But one thing that we're doing in the next year in 2023 is offering really cool events. So in January, I'm working on an event to do like kind of like a CPA matchmaking service. (laughs) I'm here for it. I will be first in line. (laughs) You should come. And honestly, like I just think it's going to be super useful because it's kind of like that interview process that Mm -hmm. you said. But we can be like, oh, I get to like speed date. It's not even speed dating. It's not like that. But it's like you can walk around the room and see who you vibe with. Mm And they're going to communicate with us and we're going to have a, a talk where I'm going to sit down in the front and be like, okay, CP guys, this right. is what we need. Mm-hmm. Don't be nervous to reach out to me. Don't be like, I bugged them too much. You did not bug my ass because I don't want to be late on my taxes. Right. Give me deadlines. Give me lists. Give me these things. Like, here's what I need. Tell me what you need. And if we can open communication between CPAs and female business owners, we're going to be so much better off absolutely so let's do it i'll be here i think it's definitely needed just in general i mean even if you don't need it just come for the information you can always hear something that you may need that you didn't think you know yeah that you need it so it's all about the experiences that you collect so Mm -hmm. so important and networking so absolutely you might just meet a few new business owners that you're Mm -hmm. like you know what Every time I go to an event, I make sure I make one really deep connection, mm-hmm. at least. Me too. You have to be able to like be open enough and ready enough for that moment to happen, for it to happen. And if you can go in open-minded, not too nervous. I mean, go in nervous. Do it scared. Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. Just do it. Make sure you're doing it and you're showing up and you're you're getting what you came for. Mm-hmm. I don't like to go places and waste my time. Right. Like I'm going to get what I came for. And what I come for is connection. So if I can create that with one person or a hundred people, sometimes it's over a hundred people. I went to the show up summit and there was like 175 women that heard me speak. And I know that I personally spoke to at least 125 women in a day. Mm. And it was the best day ever because <laughs> it was exactly what I wanted. Absolutely. But like they got to watch me be me and, you know, be silly and snappy and shimmery or uh, shimmying across mm-hmm. the stage and cursing and whatever. Showing your whole personality. Showing all of it. <laughs> because if I show all of it, then you know if I'm right for you. Right. And if I'm not right for you, it's cool. There's other people in the world. 
Absolutely. All good. <laughs> well, I just want to thank you so much, Niasha, for coming on, for sharing your beautiful wisdom, for no problem. for sharing your life. And, you know, you're just such an inspiration to me and thinking about my wealthy, my future wealthy best friends <laughs> and how I can help my future families and the future of my own business just knowing you mm-hmm. and knowing all of your energy and all of your amazingness is just I'm just so fulfilled by our relationship thank you I'm happy to have met you I'm grateful that you brought me on and just learning I learn a lot from you I can't wait till we have our meetings and talk more but mm-hmm. just you launching this inspired me of course I can't wait to launch mine but well when you launch your podcast <laughs> I will happily come on and absolutely. be your guest absolutely <laughs> this is exciting though Well, since there's all these moneymakers listening and holidays are coming up and we know we're going to need to buy a million candles, (laughs) I want these moneymakers to be able to put their money in your wallet. So Mm -hmm. how can they hire you? How can they buy from you? How can they follow you? How can they love you? Okay, so you can go to Serene Nights Candle Co. That's dot com. And that's my website, Serene Nights Candle Co. across TikTok, Instagram and Facebook. I want to partner up with more people. So if you have a storefront, please let me know. I can do fundraisers, customize candles, anything. Just, you know, just shoot me an email if you need to. <laughs> shoot me a DM, anything, and I'll get back right with you. Oh my gosh, I love it. I just had like this idea for this like green and gold, like money manifestation candle that we should make together. So I'm going to need you to get some like dollar bill, like molds. Ooh. <laughs> Listen, I will get that. You will. Yeah. And you're going to be lighting it as you make your candles and manifesting that money. Absolutely. Absolutely. We so can get cute. some crystals and everything. Yes, I'm here for it. I got Don't an worry. idea. There's many a candle <laughs> collaborations happening here. I'm here for and, it. And uh, wow. And just thank you so much, Niasha, for coming on. Thank you for having me. And thank you so much, Moneymakers, for listening. Now, Moneymakers, go out there and make that money. If you want to put more money into the wallets of women like we do, then check out our website, thewomanownedwallet.com. And we can't wait to continue the conversation on our social media. So definitely follow us on our Instagram, at womanowned.wallet, and on TikTok, at womanownedwallet. You can support us by following our podcast on Apple, Google, and Spotify. And don't forget to leave us a review. Thank you for listening to Woman Owned Wallet, the podcast.